get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker. It is Carricker and Smallman on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And you have an opportunity to join Isaac Bruce in Canton, Ohio. We're going to touch on this a couple of times here during this segment. Isaac is with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And first of all, we want to wish you good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well, Randy. Thanks for having me on the show again. We always love having you on. We always like talking to you, and we're excited about the fact that somebody can win a once-in-a-lifetime Hall of Fame experience with you by going to letsengage.com. Tell us about what people will get. Oh, it's a very special, man. Um, I think it's very sweet if you're a football fan in general. You know, I think uh, at least once in your lifetime, you got to take a trip to Canton just see where football started. But the winner of this sweepstakes can win a round-trip airfare for two, three-night hotel stay, and it also includes two tickets to uh, my uh, sold-out free enshrinement tailgate, two tickets for the 2020 class enshrinement, and it also you can also come to my private party afterwards. So it's going to be fun. Uh, you see a lot of people that I played with, teammates, family, friends, and uh, a lot of people in general. A lot of Hall of Famers going to be at everybody's party. So it's one of those moments that I, I think is very special and for ten dollars, it can get you into sweepstakes for four opportunities to win. I just heard a bunch of people, Isaac, running to their phones so that they could <laughs> enter that. Because for ten dollars, what an experience that you could get! Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about Can. I actually read that the Hall of Fame sent you the jacket already, and that you had a chance to try it on—the gold jacket. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, it was pretty pretty awesome experience. Um, you know, I'm I'm also supposed to send that jacket back. Just haven't. <laughs> Uh, sent it back yet, but you know, just getting it, you know, trying it on, making sure it fits and everything, and uh, just just a dream come true. I mean, I've seen that jacket uh, on a lot of uh, my favorite players that I grew up watching. Uh, it's one of those iconic pieces in sports that um, you know only uh, fewer than 400 people have. So uh, just to have one enter my home and just to see it and share it with my family, my friends, uh, have some uh, exclusive pictures taken in it. But it was uh, it was is really sweet. And I can't wait to show it to the world. Tell Randy and I about the pictures that you took, because I imagine when that came in, I, there's probably hundreds of photos because you want to make sure that you get the exact shot that you want, right? Absolutely. My girls were the uh, photographers and uh, set up. <laughs> so, um, you know, we had an opportunity to just take pictures. Some of the some of the wild stuff I'll probably release, you know, after the induction. But it was all uh, sweet just to have the jacket on itself and just just knowing what it means and, and just uh, really think about all the people that you know, were responsible for me uh, having an opportunity to wear a jacket like that. Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Isaac, here we are 
in the we're heading into the 20th anniversary of training camp for that 2001 season. We celebrate 1999. You guys won the Super Bowl. How do you feel about that 2001 season? Oh man. <laughs> well, well honestly coming into camp, man, I think uh our mindset as a whole was uh we were we we were definitely the team to beat. I mean, when you just look at uh, everything that we had as far as firepower on offense uh, that that returned that season and the draft that we had that prior spring, bringing in those three first-round draft picks uh, that we used on the defensive side of the ball, we're pretty excited about where we were. We, um, we felt very, very confident uh, about as far as being in the division that we were in, felt that we could uh, not only win it but probably sweep that division. And um that opportunity came, but when it came time to postseason play, man, we were clicking on all cylinders. Um, I think we put up points that, that, that probably have just been matched uh, by, by other teams. But as far as the confidence level, man, we were, we were excited, um, and, and we were really flying high, man. We couldn't wait to get to the postseason. You guys go 14-2. and two. You win the two playoff games to get to the Super Bowl and then lose on, obviously, Adam Vinatieri's kick. I remember yep. Grant Wistrom telling me after the, that Super Bowl loss that the whole season was a waste. I don't look at it that way. You guys win 16-3. and three. What are your emotions about the, the big picture, the, the fact that you did have a great season but didn't win the Super Bowl? Is it a waste? Well, I tell you what, the big picture for 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 guys like myself, like Grant at that time, it was always framed with a Super Bowl. So we we were only focused on winning the Super Bowl. Um, I remember um, there were a couple of guys on the defensive side of the ball that were snubbed for the Pro Bowl that year, and you know the only response they had was, "So what? We're going to win the Super Bowl anyhow." So you know that was our main focus that season. Uh, to be sixteen and three is a great feat. Um, I, I don't think it really stands out. Uh, above winning a Super Bowl title uh, because there are other teams that, you know, went 18 and one, but didn't win the championship. So you kind of, you know, you can kind of let that season slip through your mind, but at the same time, man, it was a, it was a great season. We played some great ball on both sides of the football, including special teams and uh, some great memories came out of it, but just in the end, you know, (laughs) we just didn't get it done. Isaac, Randy and I were talking about the greatest show on turf earlier in the show, and there was such a collection of elite talent on that team. You, Tori, Marshall, obviously Kurt Warner. But just how critical was Orlando Pace to the success of the greatest show on turf offense? Well, if you if you start to go down the list and rank the players uh, on that team, uh, he'd definitely be number one. And he's forever number one with me because, you know, you don't have your five-step drops. You don't have your seven-step drops where we could hold the football and actually throw the ball down the field without Orlando Pace being there. I mean, he could, he could X out guys. He had guys like Dwight Freeney wasn't a match for it. And, you know, anytime we saw guys in our division, um, you know, he really just X out one side of the field. And that's special to do when you got a guy who can move as well as he could, as nimble as he was, uh, very confident, hard worker. And that all just culminated into the person that he ended up being, which was a hall of famer. So, um, I always said that you could probably take me out for a couple of weeks and, and, and the show goes on. You could take Kurt out. The show goes on. Marshall, it doesn't go on as well without Marshall. You could take Tory out. But if you take Big O out of that lineup, man, I mean, things start to crumble. 
And I think I'll be interested to see the Chiefs this year. And I know Orlando Brown, the, the guy they got from Baltimore, is a good player. But when you rebuild right. your entire offensive line and you play offense the way they do, there has to be right. some question marks, right? Uh, it, most definitely, because, you know, with the new CBA, you don't get that time that, you know, you had when we were playing. We would play, you know, practice probably 35 times against each other before we actually saw another color, another different team to compete against. So uh, the off seasons and the OTAs are very important this day and time. And I'm not really sure how much time they'll have on the field this year, but when you bring in a new entire new line, they have to, you know, they have to have that synergy. They have to uh, start to read each other's minds and, and, and be able to pick up the stunts and everything and just, just have repetitions. So, so those things have been cut a little bit. But, you know, I can see a, a, a group like that being being led by Andy Reid, you know, probably kicking it into gear probably week two or week three. I mean, it's just going to take a little time. The defense can always just peel their ears back and just rush the quarterback. That's no problem and cre- create chaos. But it's a synergy and it's a, a beautiful thing when you see five offensive linemen who are uh, cohesive with each other and be able to pick up stunts and blocks and that things of that nature. So it'll take a little while, but I'm sure they'll get it together. Isaac, speaking of the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, Greg Olson, George Kittle, they got a group of 49 tight ends together for Tight End University where they all got together and picked one another's brains in order to help hone their craft. When you were coming up, did you ever do anything like that where you got a group of wide receivers together? And if so, during your time, is there any one person that you would always go to to pick their brain or someone that you wish you could have picked their brain? Oh, you know what? I picked plenty of brains for me um i would i would be that guy you know really not saying much at the pro bowl but i'd have my pad and pencil out and i watch guys run certain routes uh the chris carters the the michael Irvins, the jerry rice obvious and i just sit back and see how they would attack a route and i take a mental mental picture of it and at the same time write it down and then and i go and use it myself when training camp came back so um, I never got guys that just really brought guys together like that. I wish I had. I think that's a great idea by those tight ends. They should I include the great Kel- Kellen Winslow in there, man, from, from Mizzou. So, but um, for me personally, uh, there are a ton of guys that I love watching. I grew up a Miami Dolphins fan, like I always see on this show. And some of the things that Mark Clayton and Mark Duper did, I tried to mimic, um, you know, from my childhood. And I just remember those, th- those things. And, it, and, they, and as I grew up as a, professional football player those things work for me so um it's always good to have mentors i think those guys are doing a great job for that next generation coming behind them and it'll benefit the game of football as a whole isaac was there ever anyone that gave you a piece of advice that you carried with you oh absolutely indeed who was the main what's the main thing (laughs) from your football career though who was the guy that gave you something that you, you carried with you throughout your career Oh, I remember uh, my uh, my first year, my rookie year, um, I was playing, um, we played the New York Giants, and I believe it was in L.A. Um, um, there was a guy, Thomas Lewis. Um, he was drafted before me, uh, and I felt like I should have been drafted before him, but Jesse Hester was on that team at that time. And uh, he kind of opened my eyes to the point where, you know, we're playing. you're playing against a guy that you felt like you were better than, better than when you were coming out of college. Go out and, and not only prove that to yourself, but prove that to him as well. So I kind of took that approach. I mean, Jesse was a guy who, who played at Florida State, and I had a lot of respect for him, uh, the way he ran routes and uh, was a professional. So 
Um, every time I, I, I ran up against someone that I felt like uh, I was better than or was in my class or, uh, or went to the universities of uh, Miami, Florida State, and Florida, where I felt like I should have got a scholarship, I kind of turned it up a notch. So I kind of got that mentality from him, and it worked out pretty good for me. I, w- I wanted to ask you, speaking about being in a class, you're joining the, the most elite class ever. When you get up on that stage on August 7th and you look at all those other gold jackets and Marino will be up there and your teammates will be up there and Jerry Rice will be up there, yeah. uh, among the people in that group that you're joining, who are you most excited about being up on that stage with? Well, you, you just mentioned it. I mean, there's, there's a guy who, who continuously rolls his eyes at me every time he sees me coming because I get a selfie, and that's Dan Marino. I mean, I, I grew up watching the guy play. Uh, I remember when he was drafted out of uh, out of Pittsburgh with the Miami Dolphins. I remember the first time he replaced David Woodley uh, as a uh, as the starting quarterback, and going on to having that great 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 season he had, where he led his team to the Super Bowl. Um, I just remember that and just being able to sit down and have conversation with him. I'm always the fan uh, when I'm in his presence. So I never feel like, you know, a colleague or a person on his level. So um, it's Dan Marino. It's that guy. Um, He's been the guy for me for a very long time, and I don't see that changing, man. That's Michelle's favorite player of all time, too. Yeah, Isaac. I love Dan the man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Absolutely. Before you head to Canton, you're going to be here in St. Louis because I know you want to spread the, the cheer of you're going to the Hall of Fame with St. Louis. So we've got the Gold Jacket Gala coming up July 23rd at the Four Seasons, and that'll benefit the Isaac Bruce Foundation. Tickets available at IsaacBruce.org. And we love to see you, and I know that you always love to spend time with St. Louis, and especially now, right before you go into the Hall of Fame. Correct. Yeah, we got... Uh uh, that that event that's coming up, the gala, is going to be special, and it benefits the Isaac Bruce Foundation and everything that we've been doing there in St. Louis since 2006. You know, in, in uh, you know, along with uh, Let's Engage dot com uh, slash Isaac. You know, both of those uh, both of those the proceeds are going towards my my Flight 300 program, uh, very special program to myself for myself that I created, and uh, we've been doing great work. Got our first international uh, student application. Uh, here recently. So being able to do that, man, and, and continue to make an impact in St. Louis is the goal. And I think we're we're very much uh, on the way to uh, completing it. And Flight 300 is so necessary because people don't think of it. Isaac uh, provides transportation to college-bound students in need. No applicant is turned away for the program, provides one-way airfare, covers the cost of checking bags, provides an Uber from home to the airport and then from the airport to campus, as well as provides a gift card to purchase items that couldn't be couldn't be purchased like bedding or towels or personal hygiene items. So just to get kids to school is something that we don't think enough about, and that's what Flight 300 does, and it's an amazing thought and an amazing mission on your part. Absolutely. You know, I was thinking, Randy, 31 years ago, I was in that exact position where I needed a a flight. I needed funds to get a flight to travel to uh, Los Angeles to go to junior college. So once I got in a position to provide the same thing, man, I jumped at the uh, opportunity, and it's been great thus far. And we advise people to help out. Go to letsengage.com slash Isaac. Try to get involved in the sweepstakes so that you can join Isaac in Canton. And that'll be a great time. And Isaac, I don't know if we told you, we're going to be there. Michelle and I are going to be broadcasting from your hotel the, more, the Friday morning before the, uh, b- before the uh, induction. 
Well, Randy, we got to sit down and, and, and talk uh, St. Louis sports, man. I mean, it'll be a, it'll be a fun time. Uh, I won't have far to walk, so I'll see you in the, in the lobby somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds great. You're the best. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. And we'll hopefully see you on the 23rd, okay? Yes. Thank you, Randy. Michelle, thank, thank you. Thanks, Isaac. The great Isaac Bruce with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.